With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we are back. This is going to be the second installment of the ESPN Plus positional rankings that I'm going over here on our FPC Browns podcast. My name is Nick Swanson, and I just want to continue to thank you guys for the amount of support we're getting in the first episode of this little segment we got. 1,000 downloads, which I thought 500 from the first week was crazy, but you you guys just keep blowing my mind with the support that we're getting, and I can't thank any of you guys enough. This was completely unexpected. I did not expect such a huge jump, but I cannot verbalize how grateful I am to everybody listening and how much I want to thank you guys for supporting this podcast. But let's go ahead and finish what we started last week. Last week we did, we went over ESPN Plus's top 10s for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive tackles. This week, we'll be going over the interior offensive line, so centers and guards, as well as the edge rushers, interior D-line, linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties. So let's go ahead, enough with the intro, all of that, let's go ahead and dive in to the interior offensive linemen. Haven't taken a look at this just like last week, it's 
first impressions what are we what are we going off of how is this going to work out we're going to see what what browns players are on this list or maybe got snubbed from this list let's go ahead and start off number one picture is quentin nelson not surprised he's one of the best if not the best interior offensive lineman in the league and according to this he is the best it's it's pretty obvious to see he's incredible especially for how young he is he's only 24 and he's he's been a standout amazing he's held together that offensive line and this is unquestionable number two zach martin zach martin is 29 he's getting up there he's still a very good interior o-lineman he was part of those teams where they had the best line in the league tyron smith Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, and I'm blanking on the other two, but it was it was an incredible offensive line. It was one of the best, if not the best, in the league, and he definitely deserves to be up here at number two. Number three is Brandon Sheriff of the Washington football team. He's he's been very good. I think he's extremely underrated. He's he definitely deserves to be top five. Um, he's one of the best young players in the league on the offensive line. He is absolutely incredible. It's just he's on a bad team, and he doesn't play a luxury position. So you you don't really talk about him that much, but he's a very good player. Number four, David DeCastro for the Pittsburgh Steelers. DeCastro deserves to be on this list. He's got two all-pro team selections, and five pro bowlers. We've seen him in his greatness while protecting Ben Roethlisberger. Last year, that whole situation was a mess in Pittsburgh, but they might be able to turn it around seeing if Ben Roethlisberger can get some energy back into those guys. Number five, Joe Tooney. From Earthuni, Tooney, not sure exactly how it's pronounced. Uh, with the New England Patriots, one of the few bright spots on this team going into next year, I guess you could call it. This team's not all that great, but he's reliable. Twenty-seven years old. They use they use their franchise tag on him, so there's no guarantee that he's there next year, but. We'll just have to wait and see. Number six, Rodney Hudson, the Las Vegas Raiders. 30 years old. He's been one of the best at his position for a while. No real no real arguments there. We have our first Brown of the day. We've got Joel Batonio at number seven. Batonio is... This says... Batonio is commonly referred to as the best offensive lineman in Cleveland, which isn't exactly a great place for linemen. He's been very good. He's been very good in his time in Cleveland. He's only 28. His highest ranking was 5, and his lowest ranking was off the ballot, so that did drop him pretty decently in the rankings, potentially. He's he's one of the most reliable interior offensive linemen that we have in the league so it would be it would be criminal to leave him off the list number eight jason kelsey he's probably 
him and Travis are probably going to be the only brothers on these lists unless the McCordys are both top 10 at their position, which at this point I'm not sure of. Jason Kelsey, highest ranking was 5th, lowest ranking was 13th. Pretty good player. Uh, again, one of the best centers in the league. I would probably say the best center in the league. I think he's better than Rodney Hudson, but it's it's an argument can be made. Number nine, we've got Ryan Kelly, another center, this time for the Indianapolis Colts. Colts with two guys up here. That just shows that what they've got going in Indianapolis. 27 years old, still very young, very good especially with the probable run-heavy offense they've got going on, this offensive line should shine next year. And finally, we have Marquise Pouncey, uh, the center for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another guy getting up there in age, but has been very good in the past. His highest ranking was fifth. His lowest ranking was off the ballot entirely. I could, I could see how he makes this list. We'll have to check see who else I would have I would maybe put Ali Marpet from Tampa above him on this list but let's let's see who our honorable mentions are got Roger Saffold the third of the Tennessee Titans Brandon Linder for the Jacksonville Jaguars Cody Whitehair for the Chicago Bears Mike Pouncey so Marquise's brother for the Chargers Eric McCoy for the Saints. Ali Marpet of the Buccaneers. There we go. Getting an honorable mention. Got Elgton Jenkins of the Packers. And Garrett Bradbury of the Minnesota Vikings. I think it was a solid list. Nothing nothing to really complain about. There weren't any people that were like, whoa, what is going on on this one? So that's a good start. Hopefully we see that through the next five lists. Let's go ahead and move on to the edge rushers, top 10 edge rushers. So we've got the Khalil Mack photo for the front. Khalil Mack number one. There's no real argument to be made here. He had, he had a down season, but he's still beating double teams every game. He's an incredible talent. One of the best to ever come out of one of the smaller schools in Buffalo, but absolutely deserves the number one spot without a doubt. Chandler Jones of the Arizona Cardinals at two. Not entirely surprised here just because he's been absolute monster. Sack beast. He's averaged 14 and a half sacks each season since 2015 and four of those with Arizona. He, he may be old, he may be 30 years old, but guy gets it done. And that's all you really want in an edge rusher. Number three is Nick Bosa. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised that he's on the list. I'm surprised that he's this high, especially after we've only seen one year with him. That, that might be the reason. But he did look incredible last year. He was a big reason that their defense was what it was. I'm just surprised that he's this high. His brother, Joey, should probably be on here as well. Vaughn Miller at number four. Vaughn also getting up there, just like Chandler Jones. Um, his highest ranking was number one. I 
am surprised by that. I guess you could make a case for Von Miller, but I feel like that's based off of what he's done in the previous years, not this past year. But he's had 10 sacks every full season he's played. He missed a game last year, so he missed out on it. I think he had eight or nine. I I see why he's up here. Number five, we have Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, only 24 years old. He would probably be higher on this list had that whole skirmish with the Pittsburgh Steelers not happened where he tried to bash Mason Rudolph's head over with his helmet. But that's all in the past, all in the past. We're going to look towards the future. Miles Garrett, huge extension that he got. Good to see that he's locked up in Cleveland for the foreseeable future. His highest ranking was number one on this list. And his lowest ranking was number 10. I don't know if you could reasonably put nine pass rushers over Miles Garrett. He's an absolute monster. If you've watched any Browns games that he's played, he's been a difference maker. He's been the difference maker on that defense. And no surprises here. Number six, we've got Joey Bosa. Like I said earlier, wouldn't I expected him to be on here. Joey Bosa's actually pretty underrated. I know that there was that whole situation whenever he got drafted about how he was going to hold out for a better contract but I think ever since that he's been playing people haven't talked about him as much as they should Joey Bosa is very talented I think he's the more effective Bosa brother I don't know if he's the more talented but Joey Bosa definitely deserves to be on this list number seven TJ Watt Pittsburgh Steelers Watt took the league by storm he was an absolute monster his rookie year it was I guess the Watt brothers are going to take over the league you've got Derek on that Pittsburgh Steelers team so all they need to do is trade for half broken JJ Watt and then you got a whole family up there in Pittsburgh number eight we got Frank Clark of the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs as much as I hate to say that I'm not I'm not a big Frank Clark guy. I feel like he's kind of piggybacked off of that one amazing season in Seattle and it's just kind of carried him recently. I I could I guess you could make a case for him. Cam Jordan, New Orleans Saints, I think he should be way higher than number 9 on this list. I think he should be top 5, top 6. But Cam Jordan hasn't missed a game in nine seasons had almost 16 sacks last year amazing he's he's one of the best pass rushers in the league and I'm surprised he's this low on the list number 10 Demarcus Lawrence says that he and Daniil Hunter of the Miami Miami what am I talking about Minnesota Vikings had an equal number of votes but Demarcus Lawrence broke the tie with two more top five votes. Demarcus Lawrence only had a handful of sacks last year. I guess that they're going off of the impact that he had just because he drew more protection, which allowed Robert Quinn to absolutely tear up, tear up the league last year. You can you can make the case. Obviously, Daniil Hunter, who we just mentioned, is an honorable mention. Zadarius Smith for the Green Bay Packers, who was very good last year. Jadavian Clowney, free agent. 
He was with the Seahawks last year. Not entirely sure what that situation is. We know of a couple teams that have offered him a contract, such as the Titans, the Browns, the Seahawks, and I believe the Raiders offered him a deal. Not sure what's going to happen. Not sure if he knows what's going to happen. It might end up being a... Le'Veon Bell type situation where he just sits out for a year and comes back in the next free agency class or if someone desperately desperately needs to sign him to make a playoff push then he might get picked up then Matt Judon Baltimore Ravens he was very good last year and Yannick Ngakwe for the Jacksonville Jaguars he's definitely definitely one of the best pass rushers in the league not sure what's going to happen with him because he did say that he wants out. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens with that situation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next up, we have the top 10 interior defensive linemen. So we're just going to skip over the number one because it's Aaron Donald. It's unanimous. There's, there's no one else you can put in there. He's one of the best players in football. Number two, here we go. Okay, this is where the list starts. Number two, Chris Jones. Chris Jones was very good last year. He was good in the Super Bowl. He helped bring that Chiefs defense together last year and was very effective for them. Number three, Fletcher Cox, who has been a beast for the last couple years. He's one of the guys you go in and you have to plan around, figure out what you're going to do to stop him. He pretty much is the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Number four, DeForest Buckner of the Indianapolis Colts. Buckner, like Jones, a big reason that that defense was able to get it together and get to the Super Bowl with the 49ers. He was incredible with them, and he he was the leader of that team, which was top five in passing defense, scoring defense, and team sacks. Incredible player. He most definitely deserves to be on there. Ah. Oh, okay. Um. When I say J.J. Watt, at least being from or living in the Houston area for a while JJ Watt is not an interior defensive lineman he is an edge rusher but according to Jeremy Fowler and ESPN plus JJ Watt is the fifth best interior defensive lineman yes he does play the interior sometimes but he plays everywhere. He played linebacker for a couple games. Like, 
dude's played tight end. He can do everything. So Watt, number five, I would have liked to see him on the edge rushers list, but he's he's still on here. He's still on this list. Um, haven't seen much from him because he's missed 32 games since 2016, and he did apparently lead all 3-4 defensive ends or defensive tackles with a 24% pass rush or 24 pass rush win rate. Try saying that five times fast. Let's move on to number six, Cam Hayward for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know all about Cam Hayward, and that, that's been a whole story. He's 31 years old, nearing the end of his prime, but still a very good player. Number seven, Eric Armstead of the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, yes, he should definitely be up here. Him and DeForest Buckner created an absolute monster, a a wall in San Fran. And once he gets paid again, then whoo-wee, he's going to get paid. Number eight is Akeem Hicks of the Chicago Bears. Kind of disappointed in this because he should be a lot higher. Akeem Hicks was very good. He's very underrated just because nobody cared about the Bears last year. Nobody cared, it seemed like. But Akeem Hicks is very good. He's a top five interior defensive lineman in the league for sure. Number nine, we've got Grady Jarrett, who was great last year. Grady Jarrett was a very good pass rusher last year. He's a good run stuffer. He was second among DTs with a 21.3 pass pass rush win rate. That's just brutal. He had seven and a half sacks and 50 plus tackles. Very, very good player. Number 10, Kenny Clark. This says that Kenny Clark and Calais Campbell were tied at the 10 spot. Again, I feel Calais Campbell is more of a edge rusher, but Kenny Clark was he was pretty good this year. Um, didn't they release him in the off season? No, who was it they released? Mike Daniels. They they released Mike Daniels or something like halfway through the year. But Kenny Kenny Clark was very good. Again, he's gonna be twenty five next season. That, that defense in Green Bay is very young and already very good. We might see Aaron Rodgers hoisting another Lombardi, but it won't be because of him. We already mentioned Calais Campbell. Honorable mentions are Geno Atkins, David Onyemata from the Saints, Michael Pierce from the Vikings, and Kawan Short from the Panthers. Kind of surprised that Larry... Larry Ogunjobi didn't even get an honorable mention, but again, we've you got J.J. Watt on a list of interior defensive linemen, so I I don't know at this point. Next up, the linebackers, who we all know the Browns have none of. Let's see who we got. Number one, Bobby Wagner. Without a question. Bobby Wagner's a beast. He's a monster. He's incredible. I I don't I don't think there should really be an argument for this one 
because I think it's pretty pretty clear in my eyes at least that Bobby Wagner is a step above all the rest but let's see who else we got Levante David little high for me he's he's very underrated that's that's for sure he's very underrated because unless you lived in Tampa I I doubt you've watched that many Buccaneers games I know I didn't watch as many as I would have liked to but the ones that I did he didn't really wow me he he's good he's good he's good okay number three is Eric Kendricks I'm now seeing how or I'm now being reminded of how weak the linebacking linebacker position is in the NFL. We need a lot, a lot more talent. But Eric Kendricks, Minnesota Vikings. I was, I don't know where Darius Leonard is. He should be higher. Kendricks had a position high PFF score of ninety point two. He was good in coverage. So I guess I guess it depends what you what you value your your linebackers to be. Number 4 is Darius Leonard. Okay. Darius Leonard missed a couple games last season and still could have won defensive player of the year. Um he former defensive rookie of the year. The leader of that defense probably still will be even with the addition of DeForest Buckner. But look for that defense to make some noise next year. Number five is Demario Davis. Demario Davis was very good last year. Former Cleveland Brown Demario Davis. He did great last year in New Orleans. He was very good. I would I would definitely agree that he's that he's top five. He's just really underrated. And he's 31. He's 31 nearing the twilight years of his career potentially i i didn't know that he was older than bobby wagner that's that's crazy it doesn't feel like it's been that long we've got Dion jones with the atlanta falcons jones is definitely kind of the the prototype middle linebacker he's big he's fast he doesn't put up all the numbers but if you watch the falcons defense then he is everywhere on the field he may not be get putting up numbers but he's getting in on the play every single time number seven we have tremaine edmonds of the buffalo bills his highest ranking was number three and his lowest was off the ballot entirely tremaine edmonds is very good he's still very young this is what his second year in the league he was 2018 very good there's extremely underrated extremely underrated i feel like pretty much everybody on that bills team is underrated just because it's buffalo it's a small market nobody really cared about them it was always the New England Patriots in that division. But Buffalo, Buffalo's really going to do something this year. Number eight, we have former Cleveland Brown, Jamie Collins, current Detroit Lion. That's right. Matt Patricia is trying to make Detroit the Patriots again, I guess. Not really sure what he's doing down there. 
Don't think he's going to be doing it for much longer, though, at this rate. Jamie Collins is 30 years old. He's still been productive. He's had a couple down years, but he's he hasn't fallen off completely. We have C.J. Mosley of the New York Jets. He... Okay. Okay. (laughs) Missing 14 games with a groin injury hurt Mosley's stock in the voting process. Many evaluators consider Mosley, when healthy, a top six linebacker. So, he missed 14 games. And you're still going to have him on the list. You think that a man who missed almost an entire season will come back and be a top 10 player at his position. I don't know. I don't know if that'll end up happening. We Obviously, we just need to wait and see. But I think that... He should, I guess I, yeah, no, I would, I guess I would put him on the list. Nine is reasonable. Number 10, we have, guess what? Guess who? Guess who? You guys are never going to guess who. I'm just, I'm just going to assume that you're saying people. I'm just going to assume you're saying Jalen Smith from the Cowboys, Roquan Smith from the Bears, Leighton Vander Esch, Corey Littleton, Joe Schobert, Zach Cunningham, Devin Bush. I just read you the list of honorable mentions. None of those are our number 10 player. Number 10 player is Fred Warner. This is the big surprise for me. I... I must have missed something. Like, Fred Warner never really stood out to me this season, but I guess, I guess he just did what he had to do and put up the numbers or flashed the potential. He's still only 25. But Fred Warner, number 10. Just went over the honorable mentions with you guys as well. We've got former Brown Joe Schobert in there. Top 10 corners. Top 10 corners. Let's see who is on this list. Number one, Stefan Gilmore for the New England Patriots. This one's pretty, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stefan Gilmore should definitely up there. Personally, he's not my number one corner, but he's still incredible. He, I'm, he's my number two by just personal preference. Like these guys, interchangeable. Stephon Gilmore, very good. Will probably be a future Hall of Famer. He won the Defensive Player of the Year. Great. Number two, we have Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's highest rank. He was number one. And his lowest ranking was number seven. A lot of people don't like him because of all the talking that he's done. He's done a lot of talking, but he he gets results. Like, he gets the work done. And that's not really something you can get mad at just because he's he's great. 
number three, we have Tredavious White of the Buffalo Bills. The most underrated player in the league, easily. Tredavious White, he's been amazing for the last two years, three years, however long it's been. Absolutely incredible. If you if you have never seen Tredavious White play, just go on YouTube, look up Tredavious White highlights, and just watch him go to work. He's incredible. Number four, we have former Lion and current Philadelphia Eagle, Darius Slay. Slay was kind of just stuck in Detroit for a while. That team didn't have the potential to go anywhere. It it was like the it was it was the Owen sixteen Browns. You look at that team and you know it's bad. You don't expect anything from it. And you're just wasting a player's career. That's that's what it was. That's what it was. They were just wasting his career. Glad he got out. Slay should be able to do big things on the Eagles. And the Eagles might be able to win the division. Uh, I don't know. The Cowboys had an amazing offseason. Really looking forward to watching a Cowboys game. Never thought I would say that in my life. Number five. We've got former Defensive Rookie of the Year, Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore has been great. If if he if he has another good season this year, then you could you could push him to maybe top top four. I don't I don't think he's top three yet, but he's definitely up there. He's very talented. Had a little fall off from his rookie year, but nothing to worry about. Number six, Marlon Humphrey. Again, a team that is very, or a team, a player that is very underrated. He's very good, very young, only 24 years old. Him and Marcus Peters are great together. They, they work so well together. You don't have locker room issues you don't have clear obvious on-field play issues Humphrey seems like a smart kid it just sucks that he plays for the Ravens number seven Patrick Peterson one of the best cornerbacks for the last what is it eight years nine years something for a long time. Patrick Peterson has been very good for a long time towards the end of his career, but he's definitely still up there without a doubt. Yet again, we have another Baltimore Raven on here. We have Marcus Peters, who I just mentioned earlier. Peters was very good in he was in Kansas City first pretty sure yeah Kansas City he was very good in Kansas City kind of fell off and then seemed to realize that he fell off and came back with a with a vengeance he was very good last year but hopefully hopefully he's he he slacks off again you know we need we need we need a little something from from the Browns offense. We need to tear apart that defense. 
Number nine, Xavier Howard, Miami Dolphins. Howard is not very well known because he plays for the Miami Dolphins. Nobody really watched the Miami Dolphins unless you lived in Miami because why would you want to watch a team get whooped by 50 points every week? Sometimes it's just not entertaining. Definitely be on this list. Very excited to see how he and Byron Jones and Noah Igbenogany slash Igbenogany perform together out on the field. Number 10, we've got Byron Jones, the Miami Dolphins. Same, Same thing I just said. Very interested in seeing how how they work together in Miami, especially with a defensive-minded head coach in Brian Flores, who, don't even get me started on Brian Flores, he is so good, he's gonna, as long as his team can win games at some point, then he will win several Coach of the Years. Honorable mentions, let's see, we got Richard Sherman, Jair Alexander, we got Denzel Ward here. The little bit we have for him is a quote from an NFL coordinator saying, as far as movement skills and twitch and top-end speed, he's got all that. He's just a little on the slender side. That seems to be the common criticism of these guys, of these younger guys, the fresh out of college. They're a little small. But after a couple years in the league, he'll beef up, he'll get bigger, and he'll turn into... Hopefully a top five corner. We've got Casey Hayward, Browns legend Joe Hayden, Kyle Fuller, JC Jackson, and Steven Nelson. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And here we are. The end of the list. We have the top 10 safeties. And if we know anything about safeties and the NFL and what has been going on for the last however long it's been I've completely lost track of time here in quarantine this has been a nightmare but we're gonna see Jamal Adams Jamal Adams is fun we like him he's a fun guy you know see how see where he is oh look at that he's at number one a lot of people say he's the second best defensive player in football I think he's the best safety. I think he's the best defensive back in football. But he's just got to get out of New York. I feel bad for him. Who do we have? Number two, we've got Harrison Smith, Minnesota Vikings. He's a he's a beast, man. He covers well. One of the best blitzers. Um, he's a defensive leader. All you could ask for. And one of the best at a very underwhelming position in the league. You don't have very many of those like big name safeties, but Harrison Smith is definitely one of them. Number three, Minka Fitzpatrick, who 
looks like he will be the next great safety. Minka had a great season last year. He was able to get out of Miami. It's a shame just to see what he could have done out there, but the Dolphins got a first-round pick for him, which they turned into Austin Jackson. I think that was the pick. Yeah, yeah, it was. Number four, Derwin James, another guy, very young, very explosive, definitely one of the top guys, just need to see him stay healthy. Number five, Kevin Byard, he's been very good under over the last couple years, very under the radar, underrated, again, small market, Tennessee, he'll get a huge payday whenever he's, whenever he's a free agent. Number six, we've got defending Super Bowl champion, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, former Texan, former Cardinal, former LSU Tiger. Well-deserved. He changed that defense whenever he got there. The whole the whole notion on the Chiefs' defense was the secondary was bad. They bring in Tyron Matthew. Look what happens. They win a Super Bowl. Their secondary is better. We can only see improvement from there. Number seven, Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos. He was having contract troubles over the last couple weeks they got him to sign the franchise tag they might be able to keep him around later but we'll just have to see what happens very underrated player very good gonna be that guy in the broncos secondary with chris harris jr being gone number eight is eddie jackson he was part of that legendary 2018 Bears defense. He was absolutely incredible. Very, very low on this list. I would have expected him to be higher just because he's had success. He's a very good player. Again, safety just isn't that glorified of a position. For number nine, we have Buda Baker for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I can't really say much about Buda Baker. Didn't watch very many Cardinals games last year, but if I were just to name my top 10 off of the top of my head, I don't think I would have included him. I thought he was more of a corner, but I guess they have him listed as a safety. Number 10, Micah Hyde. Again, very, 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 very underrated. That whole team in Buffalo is underrated. Especially the defense. Oh, the defense is so good. Micah Hyde, number 10. His highest ranking was 2. That's very high. That sticks out. He's he, he wasn't that great last year, but he's still very smart, very quick, and he's locked down. That's the best way to put it. He's locked down. And the honorable mentions, we have Jimmy Ward of the San Francisco 49ers. We have Landon Collins of the Washington football team. We have Earl Thomas III of the Baltimore Ravens. Devin McCourty of the New England Patriots. And Anthony Harris of the Minnesota Vikings. So that's that's it for this episode. Don't really have much else to go over. But in the meantime... Again, I would like to thank all of you guys for so much support. Wow, we are about to hit an hour on this episode. After I edit it out, this will be shorter. But thank you all so much for watching. Thank you 
for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you stayed throughout this whole thing, you are amazing, and I love you. Go ahead, follow us on Twitter at FPC underscore Browns, at Swanson Media. Go ahead, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify. All that, all those programs that you know we're involved in. And, yeah, well, that that's it for, for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys stay safe and have a wonderful morning, evening, night, whatever time you're watching this. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.